0: out
1: here fucking up yeah man i do that from time to time not perfect man now
0: nah, there's some
1: stuff. weeks where i'm like on the money and i'm a good husband one thing i don't fuck up much on is a daddy i'm i'm an awesome i would say if i if i had to say i'm a way better daddy than i am a husband i think i'm a pretty awesome dad but husband i fuck up sometimes i think not like really requires-
0: requires more work than being a dad because of being a dad and here's why I say that Um, right now your child has a personality, but it's still very, very dependent on you. You know what I mean? So, and there's a more of a unconditional love there that you don't really necessarily have to overly work hard on. But when you have a person who who's outside of that, like she's not blood related to you, but that's your wife. Like you have to work on that relationship always like it's always a building block. I tell people you don't stop dating even after marriage. Like you still have to get to learn your spouse. Cause you, your spouse changes, you're growing and changing. She's growing and changing. I see y'all got the same hairdo. Now. I thought that was funny in the picture. You can tell <laughs> I said that.
1: <laughs> uh Yeah. Well, she, hers is like, uh, she, she doesn't plan on dreading her hair. Although I, I encourage it. I tell her like, look, um, I'm like I think you would look really nice with dreads cuz her hair is coarse like mine and I'm okay. like, you know, whole dreads nice. But she's she's like, now nah, she does it's not girly enough for her. So mm. she her hair is in curls but it's not dreaded. where I plan on actually locking my hair.
0: We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, as I as I gotten older, I like my ha- I like my look with hair more so than without. Okay. I can see that. And and honestly, a while ago, if I find this picture, I'll send it to you just so you can see. I did twist my hair to dread it at one point, but this was around the time, I think I was in my last two semesters of college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, at this point, I got to start applying for jobs and shit. So I had to have a long talk with myself. Like, do I want to keep this hairstyle and apply for jobs? And when they see me on interviews, they rule me out because they're like, we don't want to deal with the black guy with dreads okay? or have that low boy, clean cut look that I feel that I thought was safe. You know what I mean? Having a low cut Caesar, low cut trimmed beard and trying to look as least threatening as possible. That's one reason why my tattoos stop at my elbow. If That's I had it my why way,
0: I've never finished mine.
1: Oh, you was going to bring it down, too, huh?
0: Hey, if it was my, if it was my true goal, it would have been like, you know, three quarters sleeve. But I mean, in the world every we live in now. Yeah,
1: I mean, every now and then now, I play with the thought of actually getting it, taking my tattoos down to my wrist. Cause now it's like, you know what? I mean, I to, even as an entrepreneur and you can say, oh, you're the boss, it's, it's true to a degree. right? Yes, I'm the boss of my company, however, You still have to sell yourself. I still have to sell myself. Um, So that's the thing. So that's another reason why I'm a little bit hesitant, but as far as the hair goes, just say fuck it.
0: Okay, all right. I'll see you, (laughs) I'll see you. Matter of fact, I'm gonna use that as a go ahead and jump right on in. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, And all those in-between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. I'm your co-host Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be...
1: Frank. Let's let's chop it up. up.
0: Let's chop it up, man. Uh, Rona and racism are still running rampant in the streets.
1: Well, one is as American as apple pie. The other one, it'll go away eventually. So one is... I don't want to say it's here to stay, but it's been here since day one.
0: It has. It's built into the fabric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and man, like just as we're recording today, uh in the last three days, I think we've recorded uh, record level cases, like ten thousand cases a day. The last three days here. Yeah, in- it's it's getting ugly, man. Well, it's it's gotten ugly, but
1: what we thought was ugly, I would say about a week and a half to two weeks ago when we was hitting daily records of 2,500. Now that looks like nothing compared to the numbers we're seeing now. And uh, what I've been paying attention to was uh, hospitals and the number of beds that they are able to allocate. Um, As far as South Florida goes, i don't think any hospitals are struggling just yet there's some hospitals that are getting to that point uh of where they're where they're not going to have enough beds but i did hear in houston because houston texas is one of those states that had a a huge spike it was florida like, georgia florida. and texas mm-hmm. yeah because those governors decided to open up early <clears throat> Of course. um right I, not to get too into it, but I, I believe all of those governors are Republican and they're just they're just marching to the tune of Trump's drum. So, yeah. So anyways, um, I believe in Houston, Texas, one of the hospitals, they were damn near capacity. Oh, in California, too. California, they had a, a spike in numbers. And I want to say one of the hospitals in Hollywood, California, was uh, was pretty much capping out. So a couple of the hospitals that, I, that I've caught wind of are, uh, are pretty much at, their, at capacity. I know in South Florida, uh, Miami to be specific, they converted the, the convention center to house people. They have? And, uh, yeah. One so, on Miami Beach. Right. And they did, they did this during the first wave, but I know they didn't spend that money for no reason. That was a lot of money that they had to allocate to get that job done and expedited quickly. Um, I'm pretty sure they probably foresee that, hey, another wave is going to hit. But what I don't think that they anticipated is that.
0: The first wave would to never... last as long as it Right.
1: Happened. It's like the first wave is going to roll into the second wave, which is scary.
0: At least the timetable of what they thought the second wave was going to be
1: yeah and then on top of that it's we're still in the first wave and i mean the way the numbers are spiking we're going to be we're going to be whatever our highs was during the wave the first wave or or whatever i i wouldn't be surprised if we're close to those those peaks um and another thing oh and it's going to be flu season yeah so and flu symptoms are are very similar to a lot of COVID system, uh, symptoms. So it's going to be nasty. I think we're going to have a nasty, ugly fall and winter. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it. I know my wife is terrified.
0: It's going to be a different time. You're going to be expecting a baby in less than a hundred days in this time. It's going to be a thinking about all this, like how, like, when do you think like we
1: can actually go back to work and start doing stuff normally? Like, because remember, at one point, they were talking about quarantining for two weeks and then we'd go back to
0: normal. Dude, um, I, if I remember correctly, uh, Hollywood, LA has already canceled. Like, they've already said that there won't be any large gatherings like concerts or anything until April of 2021. Now, they've already made that decision all the like, that decision was made months ago. If they made that decision back then, what information is everybody else sitting on that they're not they're not telling? Like I truly believe they fully there's a there's a true expectancy that of when this is all gonna fizzle out, but they are piecemealing it to us just to keep us from going haywire. And that's what we're getting. But like every every two or three weeks, Dr. Fauci is gonna come out here and say, Well, we're gonna have to extend this a little longer. Watch. Remember all that phase one, said. phase two shit? Like, have we made it to phase two, phase three in a lot of these places?
1: Probably no. not. No. And matter of fact, although we're having spikes, I don't think, well, I don't think DeSantis, uh, that's the Florida's governor, he said that he's not going to roll back, uh, you know, stay at home policies. So, so this phase one that we're in, we're just going to stay in this phase while numbers continue to spike, be like, in my community, people are using the pool again. I thought that was strange, but it you is quit. what it is
0: as close as we live, people in your community are using the pool, and over here, they're not even allowed. They haven't even unlocked the pool, the gym, anything
1: yet i I know me personally i I haven't even driven by my l a fitness if if they're open, then cool, but I haven't even driven by it because it's like i'm not I'm not going to go to the gym out. Not finna go to the gym. Damn sure not going into the pool. I went to the beach on Father's Day, but we did it early. We went to the beach at damn near 7 a.m. to beat the crowd. And then around, I would say 10 a.m., when we saw a few more people uh, hit the beach, we was like, all right, that's our time. And we got (laughs) up out of there.
0: Yeah. All right, y'all. That's our time.
1: Yeah, right? All right. (laughs) That's our time. Yeah. You know. People got to sitting within 30 feet of us. It was like, all right, that's it.
0: Yeah, nah. Nah, I don't need it. Right. I don't need it. Um, well, let's jump back, let's jump into the topics real quick. Um, but before we do that, I want to recognize some black excellence. Um, I saw on Instagram the other day that a young uh a young Frank and a young Don were getting together to to together a little something i feel like you could probably elaborate a little bit more and if you think i'm bsing you yeah it's actually on the agenda um but that's uh, not what was on the google docs that's not what was on your google doc but i like to recognize (laughs) my friends when they are doing things and they announcing things so go ahead drop a little something right here
1: i appreciate that i didn't i had no idea you was doing this um well, thank you for the shout out. But uh, yeah, me and my brother, we plan on starting a, a online clothing store called FND. and uh, my brother went ahead. Well, not just him, myself included. We both went ahead and, and announced that we were going ahead and launch. As of now, we have a launch date set for uh, August. But more thing about August, September-ish, we'll have everything up and running once we do. FND will be the first sponsor of this podcast, so okay. please stay okay. tuned.
0: With this free plug, I just gave him. So okay, I expect that. I expect at least a t-shirt out there, motherfucker, or something.
1: Oh no, 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 no! You, you get more than a t-shirt. You fam, you get more than a t-shirt. Just nah. let everybody know where you got it from.
0: Nah, that's good, man. I'm always. I'm one of those people who like, yo. When I show support, I'm paying full price for all my stuff. I I don't believe in that. Get a discount stuff. Oh, here here, wear this t-shirt, like. I just feel like real support. Like I, I don't want anybody feeling like they could come to you for a discount every little time that they want something. You're supposed to support you your friends the exact though? same way, man.
1: From personal experience, okay. For example, um, with with the other company I have, uh, View and Explore, um, uh, Michelle. That's the young that's the young lady that uh, I did the uh, panel for. Uh, like she's like a career coach, and then she owns a, a shared workspace. But her niche is she caters to black women. Um, that's her thing. Her business is for black women. Like she welcomes everybody, but she she focuses on black women. So long story short, when she opened up her space, she was like, hey, Frank, I want you to scan it for me. I think it will be really cool. You know, let me know what your fees are and, you know, I'll pay you. And I told her, I'm like, look, for you, it'll be free. Cause you my peoples i i want to see you win blah 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 she was like are you serious i'm like yeah so i scanned her space for free it didn't take me long whatever however since i showed her that love she done sent it back to me tenfold she done plugged me up with people okay every chance she gets she sings my praises she, the scan i did for her she shows it to everybody and a mama she posted so and this isn't advertisement I had to pay for This is just her like paying it. Like, I guess you could say paying me back or paying it for It's like, nah,
0: paying you it looked
1: out for me, so I'm going to look out for you. And usually those are the type of people that people that are willing to do that from what I noticed are people that are willing to pay for a price. But when you come across somebody that's willing to pay for a price and you look out for them, they, they still feel indebted to you somehow. and they're like well if you're not going to take my money i'm gonna make sure i get you some money whether if since it's not mine i'm gonna get you some a little bit of everybody's money so although i pay full price for my friend's stuff too if people see you good people or they if they subscribe to that same type of logic they'll look out for you because they know that hey i look out for him it's going to come back it's almost like an investment kind of right so you're one of those people. So I, I wouldn't mind. And besides, I mean, you're about to start a fashion blog and stuff. I'd be stupid to not keep that in mind and and not, you know, say, hey, look, let me give you some articles of clothing so you can okay. try out. And if you like it, I'd appreciate it if you talked about it. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. OK. And besides, I mean we partners now, so why not look out for my homeboy? Even if you didn't speak up on the fashion blog, if I could give if I could if I could look out for you on something, then cool. It's all good. I don't see the big deal about it. I like seeing my friends win, I like helping out my friends when I can. And that's just what it is.
0: I feel you. I like that. So now that we have gotten all the good, nice stuff out of the way. Let's dive into the
1: bullshit. <laughs> oh, it was a lot of bullshit since we last I spoke. don't know.
0: Since we last spoke, I feel like, I guess cause now, you know, we, you know, the government is letting people out. Cause there was a time where it was quiet. Like there wasn't that much, you know, to, to build certain content off of where we were like, oh, we're going to come up with topics to talk about. But now topics just flood on in. I don't and- know
1: if it's because this has been, I want to say it feels like a week and a half since we last spoke. But, man, this seems like shit on top of shit on top of shit has been coming. It's like, damn, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this, too. So Let's
0: start with the first piece of shit. So um, a young uh, man named Terry Crews decided to tweet the other day again. As you guys have heard from us before, I don't know what's going on with Terry Crews, but I'm going to just read his tweet first off. Terry Crews tweeted, if you're a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better.
1: My thing is, who? Okay, first of all, nobody ever said Black Lives Better. That doesn't exist. He invented that shit. And two, what conversation was he having with somebody to spark that tweet? Like, I don't get it. Like, where the fuck did that come? That came out of nowhere, dude.
0: i I constantly ask myself, what do white people have on Terry Cruz? I feel like he feels like he has to cape for white people all the time to push a narrative that no one else is pushing black people are not pushing it. We're asking for equality. I just want to be treated the exact same as everyone else. I don't want to be better than you. That's not even what I'm asking for. I just want all black lives matter means is my life matters. Like, hey, I exist on the same level that you exist. And I feel like that's that's asking for basic minimum shit. Like my life matters, period. I mean, what as a hell? race,
1: as a race, as a whole, white people do a fantastic job gaslighting. Because all we've been saying is all black lives matter. All that it basically means is our lives matter, too. The same way you treat and police this group of people, we would like to be treated and police the same. That's it. But. The way they manage to twist the meaning, saying, "Oh, their lives matter more than ours," or, or whatever bullshit they can drum up. It is, in a sense, it's almost impressive how they can keep it up. Like, wow, it, no matter how hard we just say, "Look, we want equality." We're just saying we matter. Also, the 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 primary narrative on the other side of the fence is, hey, they think they're better than us. Even much so to the point where you have, and it's not just Terry Crews; it's other black people too, who said stupid shit like this. And it's like, you of all people should at least understand our struggle. Like politically, I get it. You, you know, I would say majority of black voters are democratic. You may be a Republican or whatever, but at the, at, at the core of things, you're still a black man or a black woman. You should understand our basic needs and struggle. How do you not get that Black Lives Matter just saying, hey, we matter also? Like what the fuck?
0: Like I, I truly am starting to believe that white people have Terry Cruz's balls in a vice. Like Money Mike had his balls in a vice in Friday after next. And they're literally just squeezing the shit, trying to remind like, like they they got him. Like, I don't understand. I'm not saying he a lost cause, but I just want to run up on him like money Mike and be like, you are a boy, Damon. You you are black, Damon. What what the hell? Like I I feel like I gotta shake. Where's the father from Everybody Hates Chris? See that that's my problem. I I I I like we talked about earlier uh a few weeks ago, differentiating people from their from their roles and, and who they are as people. Like yeah, the art and the artist, yeah. And I don't know what it is about Terry Crews or what people have on him, but that dude is next levels gone. I don't know what to say with him sometimes.
1: Yeah, you say you you wouldn't label him a lost cause. I mean, I would. Um, let's be honest. Every time the man opens his mouth for the past, I don't know how long he digs himself in a deeper grave from the situation with the way he the way he came out with the whole thing when he was assaulted to how he handled the whole situation with Gabrielle Union to now it's and the reason I bring up the way he he was assaulted um i wouldn't say everybody would agree a lot of people saw him as a victim and sided with him however I mean, to have somebody physically assault you without a weapon and you don't fight them off is especially when they saw the two the person who did it to you is like, dude, you you didn't do nothing to this man? Like,
0: you look kind of funny now. You know what I mean? You see, and in that moment, the black people stood with him because we understood. His reaction. I wouldn't say all black listened. people. Black no. women
1: stood with him a lot. Of black, black women dudes stood like, with you it. You a bitch.
0: Okay, that was a thought. But here's why I understood the moment a little bit because he's in Hollywood. He's already right. fighting the stereotype of the angry black man. You don't right. want to be that. Now the reaction he could have had in a room full of like, like the the saying says when two people are shouting at each other, like I can't tell you who's right. Like you just both look like buffoons. That's not the the direct quote,
1: but that's how I interpret it. But if you're arguing with an idiot, nobody can tell who's the idiot from the other side of the room.
0: Exactly. And Terry Crews is this big domineering as black man. He's going to look like the threat. So I understand why in the moment he decided to. All right. I'm going to I'm going to dial it back and address it at a different time. I can understand that. I'm not saying I completely wrap my head around it because I'm a man, you're a man. I'm not putting myself in that position because I, I I, mentally, have, I I don't live in the Hollywood world. So I can't mentally put myself in that world of what his mind was going through at the time. So I don't fault him for that. But even in that, black women did rally around him. Black women rallied around him. Also, right. the Gabrielle Union thing, another black woman. He, he left her hanging left her hanging. Matter of fact, he didn't have to say a word, but he said something anyway to leave her hanging. Like in this Black Lives Matter shit, he could go somewhere and shut the absolute fuck up, but he finds reasons to just continue to come out here and die on this hill.
1: He, he could have did so much for his image had he just shut the fuck up from the very beginning. He could have did even more of it image if he didn't come off as, like a lot of those antics aren't, like I know one, for example, when they were promoting the movie Expendables 3, I believe that's the one he was in. And there's a photo op with Sylvester Stallone himself, uh, what's the guy who played in the movie The Driver, uh, Jason Statham, and I wanna say it was one more guy. Could have been There's Bruce Willis, I'm not them. sure. It's a whole
0: bunch of them in that It's a whole
1: bunch of them. But in this photo op, he takes a picture with his shirt on, looks normal. The next picture, he takes his shirt off he has on a bra. Why? Wait, what? <laughs> he wore a bra to this event they was having, didn't tell nobody he has on a bra, took a normal picture. And then the second picture, he takes his shirt off to unveil he's
0: wearing a bra. Terry Crews, bra? No way, no way I'm not going to look this up. Please look it up. Yes, look it up. No, 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 you're right. He is wearing a cheetah print, bra.
1: Yes, that picture. That's what I'm talking about.
0: And I can't for the life of me tell you why. Wow. So like
1: you said, Hollywood has something on him. And I'm not one to be all in conspiracy theories with the Hollywood stuff, but it's just weird. And it's
0: Again, it's, I can't even say Hollywood has something on him because it's just Hollywood. Hollywood is very much behind the black. Like everyone in Hollywood, I know you've seen that video where they were like, I acknowledge my privilege. Like Hollywood is very much stood behind the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's not Hollywood. No, nah, fuck Hollywood. It, it, it has to be white America. Like there's some type of white Americana that's holding on to Terry Cruz's balls with advice. I'm telling you, or that's what Money Mike was representing in that Friday at the Next movie. I'm telling you, there's something to that. It's crazy, because what are you doing? There's absolutely no reason for him to continue to do the things that he's doing.
1: I guess he wants to be accepted in a certain crowd, and he's just doing whatever he feels is necessary to be accepted in that specific crowd. That's the only thing. Uh, probably similar to that young lady we don't like speaking her name. Maybe she just wanted to be accepted in a certain crowd. Now that she is accepted in that crowd, she does whatever she can to stay there.
0: Side note, did you I I don't know if you heard, but that young lady uh said that Jay-Z was her favorite rapper. Did we talk about that? Yeah, you should have stopped
1: listening to that when she said he was from uh Queens. Yep, yep, that was the one. All right. Yeah. So she, she any person who knows anything about rap knows Jay-Z is not from Queens. He's from Marcy Projects. Marcy is in Brooklyn. I've never been to New York. I know this.
0: I know this as if as if I know every area in in Miami. I know Marcy Projects is in Brooklyn.
1: Right. Exactly. You get me. So for her to say, Oh, I was a huge Jay-Z fan, I loved it. And then to call him a drug dealer anybody who's a Jay-Z fan would not label him as a drug dealer. Has he sold drugs? Yes. But he's not a drug dealer. He's a hustler. He's a businessman.
0: I'm not a businessman. I'm a business He's a businessman.
1: Man. Anybody who knows Jay-Z knows these things. Oh,
0: man. Alright. All right, for listen, her let's... to
1: say he's from Queens, should've known, okay, you are on some bullshit. I ain't Everything else you come out your mouth after that is bullshit.
0: All right. So moving on from, from She Who Shall Not Be Named. In the all right. That's
1: how we're gonna to refer to her from now on. She Who Shall Not Be
0: Named. <laughs> she exactly. Who Shall Not Be Named. All right. So in the latest and shit we didn't ask for at all, um, the NFL is planning to play the black national anthem, lift every voice and sing. And the Star Spangled Banner at the beginning of the games of their of their season openers.
1: When I read that headline, that annoyed the fuck out of me. Because, like you said, in other news of shit we didn't ask for, who the fuck, who, who the, fu- I bet it was some. I bet it was a white person that was just absolutely fucking clueless. Heard that we had a national anthem and was like, "Hey, we should just sing the black one. Maybe that that maybe we can earn some exclude." inclusivity points there and it's like hey, no fuck hey,
0: hey Dylan uh you know I hear the blacks have have their own national anthem uh let's uh let's see if we can give them theirs and then like if we give them their own they can stand during ours you know we recognize them we recognize us you know
1: <laughs> yes, Brad, Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure all, went, the way down. all the way down and for one. What the fuck is that going to prove? What the fuck is that going to do? The guy that protested in the NFL against the exact same shit we're pro- protesting for now, you guys have yet to acknowledge how you guys blackballed him and kicked him out the league. You guys have yet to acknowledge, hey, you know what? Let's really give him a fair shot at playing football. You guys have not acknowledged how many times y'all fucked this man over time and time again. One have to have admit, yeah, still having to admit that, yo, you know what? We fucked up. He was, he was protesting peacefully about this issue the whole time, and we didn't acknowledge it. I swear to God, if the NFL were to come out with a statement and say, you know what? We want to issue an apology to Colin Kaepernick. He was peacefully protesting this issue, and we didn't pay attention. If they say anything remotely close to that, that will send shockwaves throughout the entire country. But they won't do that. They would never do that.
0: One can say that they admitted to it by that settlement that they paid him when yeah. they settled everything out of court. Yeah, I, I get you. People can't say
1: that. Like, say, why would you settle if you didn't have, you know, if you wasn't at fault or, right. or whatever. But at the same time, that settlement comes with plausible deniability. You don't know what sure they the settled does. on. Yeah, you don't know what they settled on. At the end of the day, they could still say, hey, look, that's not it. And we can't tell you why we settled, but whatever you're thinking is not it. And how can we prove them otherwise? Because that settlement came with, I believe, a non-disclosure agreement. That's why some people really felt like, look, you shouldn't have settled, you should have fought it out because it was a bigger purpose behind them losing. If they're losing that information is now public record and now we all get to see and, understand how they operate behind closed doors so i know there was there was a population out there that was kind of upset with calling for a settling. a lot of people wanted him to day hey, just you know fight it all the way down to the ground and and let the shit hit the fence so we could see what goes on so Absolutely. for whatever yeah for whatever reason he decided to settle i mean it is what it is but
0: all right. Uh, the NFL also contributed another thing in shit we didn't ask for, or at least shit that we didn't ask for this week. Um The Washington Redskins are finally. Let me rephrase. I take that back.
1: I'm about to say. No, I take that been back. For that, yeah, yeah. We no, 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 no. For
0: a while. No, it's still shit that we didn't ask for recently. Because guess what? People have been asking for the Washington Redskins to review their name for years. The Native Americans. The people who were actually here before they plundered their nation, the people who actually are the native people to be in this continent, they've been demanding this for years, and they have refused. It wasn't until FedEx, who is the title holder for the actual uh, stadium that they play in...
1: FedEx, Nike, and it was one more big uh, sponsor.
0: FedEx was the big one, though, because FedEx was like... At a certain point, we're not gonna let you play in our in our stadium if you don't read, if you don't check this name. So now Nike all also the-
1: said we're not because Nike is making the jerseys for the entire NFL this year. Nike said we're not selling none of your shit. So if you went on Nike.com, or even if you go on now, you're not gonna see anything Redskins. They sell every other NFL team, you're not gonna find uh, Washington's uh uh shit. So FedEx Nike knows one more that was a big one. And, and they all band together and were like, "We don't want to be guilty about associated. We can't have messages saying we support black lives and the injustices done to black people." And then here you go, we support you calling your team a slur. Like that—that's just not, that's a no go. My, my thing is, my thing is—is like you said people been asking for this for years the only thing that changed was the climate but all the messages have been the same people said it was racist said it was derogatory said it was you know mean-spirited all of that and now when when the other people who uh who can financially hold your feet to the fire when they speak you say okay you know what we want to we're going to review shit. That should let you know, as the people, they don't give a fuck how you feel if you're still spending your dollars. Why would they? They're still getting their money
0: from you. Right. And and I agree with you. It wasn't until, until the big companies actually were putting their feet to the fire like, hey, we're no longer going to associate with you. Nike is now removing all red skin stuff from their website. We're not even going to sell anything from you on our website until you revisit this. And when and when I say revisit, it's very clear the Redskins are going to have a new name by the time the season starts. Like that is what it is. Uh,
1: yeah, definitely. Um and you know what's funny? They they understand the uh they understand the the ugliness of their logo. Not too long ago. I'm not going to say not too long ago. A while ago. Beaumont was on you know you know who Bomani Jones is the
0: yeah and I know what you're gonna bring up you're gonna bring up when he yeah. when he opened wore up that his,
1: shirt yeah that said ca- Caucasian and they had a fit although the shirt that he wore was more so a parody of the Cleveland Indians logo which is another team that says that they're gonna uh re- review their image but all of ESPN sponsors and you know, their producers and bigwigs, they uh, had a fit. They told them, like, when after they went to commercial break, they was like, yo, you, you got to either take that shirt off, zip up that hoodie, or something. Like, we can't see that. It's funny how this shirt is an issue, but wearing a, caric- a caricature of a Native American and the logo Indians on top of it, on top of the face, is perfectly fine. Or the same thing with Redskins, perfectly fine. But if you wear a shirt that shows a, a white person drawn in the same uh art style as the Cleveland Indian logo, but it says Caucasian. Now that's an issue. Exactly. So if one is if one's an issue, why isn't the other one an issue? Please point out the difference here or what makes one okay and the other not.
0: That's why Bomani went on there. He went on there to spark that conversation. Now tell me why what I'm wearing. I shouldn't be able, tell me why I can't wear this, but there's millions of people who get to wear Cleveland Indian shirts and Washington Redskin shirts. Indians, which is ridiculous, because it just shows how ridiculous uh, the initial Americans were naming these people Indians because they swore they landed in India. And then we, yeah, kept, that I, name. I, uh, we kept that name for years. It was taught to us when we were children. That's how indoctrinated that that ridiculous notion was. Like, we were calling them Indians. We literally were calling them Indians.
1: Yeah, it was being taught to a stupid-ass school system. And then when she learned that, no, they're not Indians. They're Native Americans. They were here first. This is their country. And white people came and stole it from them and then brought us here. Or what was some, what, I know there's some textbooks that they were putting out. What did they call slavery? Uh, uh, a forced migration?
0: Forced
1: migration. Yep. It was like forced migration or some bullshit like that. I'm like, get the fuck out which of here. Which is
0: what which is what created the di- the the diaspora of 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 black and of black people all across the world and this, this and that. Who the fuck are you who are you trying to fool?
1: Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Say what it is. They were they were bound by chains and forced into ships. More than half of them didn't make the uh, the transatlantic trip. And then the ones that did make it were fucked for hundreds of years.
0: And all their descendants.
1: All their descendants.
0: Crazy. In other news. It's America. (laughs) Exactly. In other news, Kanye West signed a new deal with Gap
1: which is interesting um i'm curious to see what the prices of those articles are. i'm curious to see what they look like and the price not that i i plan on purchasing anything it's just i know his his clothing line is pretty uh expensive and gap more more so runs on the lower end of the cost spectrum so i want to see what they collaborate and come up with
0: exactly because uh, i understand it's like a because, you know, Kanye's rapped about how he originally started in Gap. You Like, this was, like, his first, one of his jobs was him working in the Gap. So this that was, was one of his like
1: dopest songs, Spaceship.
0: Spaceships. And it's this is kind of like a full circle of him coming back to now working. He got a 10-year, he's like, a 10-year relationship with the Gap now, and he's going to be putting out clothes. Now, I'm not a fan of the Yeezy clothing line, period. Because Take me to the to back and pad me. Of Padme, asking me about some
1: khakis. There's some white person walking. Then they show off their token blackie. (laughs) That 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 verse was hard.
0: Yeah, old Kanye. What a guy.
1: Yeah, old Kanye was mean. Old Kanye was nice. I don't know what the fuck this new nigga be on.
0: Ah, man. And I just, I don't see myself wearing those. Because Kanye's clothes look like clothes that, you know, he he stole off of homeless people's backs. And then he just kind of like shoves it to sell (laughs) out here to the world. I just don't see it's, myself wearing this shit.
1: Who the fuck's, uh, somebody called it uh, dystopian wear. And I'm like, you know what? That's the perfect way to describe it.
0: No, no, don't give it, don't, don't, don't give it, no. no, not say it's the perfect way to describe it. Dystopian, dystopian Yeah, that's the type of shit you will see people wearing
1: Mad Max or, or Hunger Games, the people that lived in the poorest district. They wear shit that Kanye, yeah. <laughs> they wear shit that Kanye designs speaking of design uh i know you're probably going to get around to this. the shoes the the foam the, f-
0: the foam runner
1: i don't, man let me tell you i feel sorry for f- whoever decided to jog a laughing ocean they look like they have no ankle support no arch support it looks like an accident waiting to happen
0: dude you you ever seen you ever seen uh a bicycle helmet Yes, and it got all that shit. It looked like a bicycle helmet upside down. It looked like an old avant-garde fisherman's sandal that your uncle going to use to cook at the at the grill at the cookout on Mars. If like a bicycle years. helmet were to fuck a crock, that's what you would get. If a bicycle helmet was to fuck a crock. wow, perfect way to describe that. <laughs> that it's just on it. some. It's on some avant-garde shit. Like it's like, bruh. What the fuck is that? It's like a spaceship mm-hmm. sandal, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, where am I gonna, where am I gonna wear that shoe? On Mars at a cookout, like, what, the, where, where are you going in those shoes?
1: I mean, you wear those shoes to water rapids so you could get your feet wet and not, I don't know, bro, I, and not touch the concrete. I guess uh, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I wouldn't wear them. I, w- I refuse to wear them. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna retail at some ridiculous, like at about three hundred dollars or something.
0: Oh, you know I don't know because I think haven't they already been sold? I let's let's see what the prices were for the foam runners. Wow. So on StockX, the Yeezy Oh, so foam that's the
1: rese- that's resale price then. I right. Don't know the, how re- works. the
0: retail price for the foam runners was $75. 75? Yes. You know what the What's retail the re- p- You know what the reset the retail price for the foam runners was $75. Oh, retail, okay. The resale price is $275. Fuck
1: out of here, man.
0: And I guarantee you at my, as of right now, on StockX, a size 8 just sold for $272.
1: That is bullshit. Uh, but whatever. I mean, if people are willing to pay for it, right?
0: I I guess, bro. I guess. That
1: is crazy. That is crazy.
0: You mentioned NDAs earlier. And I know... Yes. I know... Uh. In this next topic i'm sure they're looking around crazily like what you mean you didn't get him to sign an nda so august alcina uh sat down to have an interview with angela Yee this week uh angela Yee of the breakfast club mm-hmm. and uh on it it was an hour interview where he talks about you know catching everybody up on his life as of the last couple years you know he was on that booger sugar for a little while and now he's come, he had come off it. And uh, in that, in that hour interview, he confirmed from his side, he confirmed that the rumors were true and that he and Jada were once in a relationship. This shook Twitter to its core a little bit because uh, August Alcina is like 26, 27. Jada and Will, been married for 20 plus years so numbers weren't adding up people were like oh shit everybody kind of felt something when august alcina was on that red table talk and they were like they could just peep that there was something in there this one lady said it looked like the way jada was looking at him it looked like he had just ate her from the rooter to the tutor oh wow the way she was staring at him listen see to i some didn't see he said.
1: i didn't see that episode of the red table talk however I did hear the interview with him and Angela Yee. Um, For one, him admitting that he had something with Jada didn't surprise me because I saw the pictures. I mean, the pictures with the Snapchat filters, the pictures of them together at award shows, the picture of them just looking cozy with one another. You don't take pictures like that with just your homegirl. And then on top of that, again, they look a little too chummy in those pictures. So yeah, I figured there was something there. Also on top of that, you have the, the rumors. I mean, until Will and Jada actually come out and say it, I mean, they have admitted to it indirectly, but until they come out and say it, it's just rumors of them having an open marriage. So, okay. I mean, put putting one and one together, it's not too far-fetched to hear him say what he said. Um, honestly, in my opinion, uh, although it was interesting because, again, um, it gave us something to talk about during these times. I don't think it was that big of a deal. I mean, what I took away mostly from that interview with him was how nervous and hurt he sounded talking about his life. That stood out to me more so than that one topic that he spoke on for about 10 minutes.
0: Okay. But I'm going to stick on this topic before we move on to his his. his all the things that's going on in his life. But on this topic, in that one-and-a-half-minute moment where he was talking about the Jada relationship, um, he said Will Smith gave him permission that it was all good.
1: That's how open relationships?
0: Well, some of them are. Jada and Will have never admitted to having an open relationship. What they did say was, what they did say on the Red Table Talk, that I, I, I did watch it, what they did say was, they're no longer... In the traditional relationship, they're now life life partners. partners. And they said, and they said in that same Red Table Talk that even if Jada's on one side with somebody and Will is on one side with somebody else, they're gonna be in this motherfucker together. They're gonna be in this house together. Right. So they all but confirmed that they're in an open relationship. So that didn't really surprise me. You want to know what the biggest takeaway from that moment that I got from that?
1: What
0: Jada got some fire pussy, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. That okay. nigga said, nigga said, if I died today, I will, I will be satisfied, cause he fully gave himself to somebody. You ever you ever just had some that's so good you was like, bruh, it can't get no better than this. Like <laughs> fuck it. like he ready to just give it up. Like if he died a day.
1: You did say that. You did say like that.
0: I'm a, like after this, I'm gonna have to put Jada on the Erica Badu level of good pussy.
1: Yeah, right now I, I ain't nobody, ain't nobody topping Erica. She's no, up there.
0: no, 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 no. Nobody topping him, but I'm gonna put Jada on that shelf, though. Like, you know what, Jada, man,
1: you had, that nigga said yeah, he you got a young boy he... going crazy. So, yeah, you belong and couldn't get too. his
0: hair finished braided before he got on the show. Jada got uh, that pressure. That's all I gotta say. Jada got that pressure. <laughs> I, I just, I know Will had to text Jada like, if you don't get control of your hoes, like, <laughs> like what the fuck going on? <laughs> you think let me ask you
1: okay so in that household who do you think is more embarrassed or upset will smith or the kids the
0: kids because if will already knew this he knew this the kids are probably already if their relationship is true because i've seen pictures with willow and all if the kids live in the house they're not stupid Right. So I think the kids, I think they've already, as you can tell by seeing how different each of those kids are, they're probably all very well aware and they've all are adjusted to whatever this is. But if I'm like, my parents are already a little bit out of the norm. This is not another conversation I already... Like, this is now another conversation Willow needs to have. This is now another conversation that Jada needs to have. This is another conversation that Trey needs to have with someone else out there in the world. Because somebody's going to approach him and ask.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. So let me ask you this. On a scale of 1 to ten, one being the lowest, 10 being the most, how messy was he when he admitted to the relationship between him and Jada?
0: How messy was August Alcina?
1: Yes. How messy do you think that was?
0: Um, I'm gonna give him a 7.5. And really? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say, okay. you, you say what, you, is that too low?
1: My number is lower. My number is lower. I don't think it was that messy. I think people, the way people took it was pretty bad, but he's, I felt he spoke about her respectfully and he didn't admit to sex he just admitted they had a relationship. And the way he talked about it was, he spoke from a point of an emotional connection. So whatever he was going through in life, he probably wasn't getting love or acceptance wherever he was, and maybe she provided that. He never mentioned anything about sex. We can assume sex, but he never admitted to that. He probably, what what I felt he did admit to was a strong emotional connection, and that's what he spoke of. He did say something that a lot of people seem to overlook. He said when they when that relationship ended, it 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 butchered him, it destroyed him, but he came out a better person if I'm not mistaken. I don't think that's been talked about enough.
0: Okay. Okay. I get you on that. But I'm also of the same ilk, uh, you don't kiss and tell. Like if if you're in a relationship But y'all have a very private relationship, if that is the nature of the relationship, even in the breakup, that privacy, if you respect that person, the way he speaks about her and holds her to this high regard, if you respect that relationship enough, even as you walked away from it, you should keep that same privacy within that relationship. That's how, that's why I brought up NDAs, because it's like, why didn't this nigga sign an NDA? But at
1: the same time, he even said earlier in the interview, he's speaking his truth. And if that relationship had a pivotal moment in his life that he would like to share, is he not free to share it?
0: Freedom of speech is for all of us, sir. If yeah, did, and also, I if, also if subscribe he... to
1: freedom of speech is not freedom from consequence. So whatever he's getting on his end, that's the price he has to pay. I truly I just believe... know from my perspective... I I, I get it, and I'm not mad at the man.
0: But all in all, hey, that's not our relationship. That's not our situation. Jada did say on Twitter she's going to respond. She's going to bring herself to the red table. And I'm honestly, it's a little messy. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie to you. No, and honestly, I'm looking forward to it too
1: i'm curious to know how much she's going to divulge because at the same time her and will have never been the type to let off about what's going on in their personal life Um, i remember when he and martin were promoting bad boys three they were on the breakfast club and um charlamagne asked him the question about their life partnership and um will Smith. Will Smith, excuse me, uh, although he answered the question, he kind of saw the setup coming and he nipped it in the bud. He told Charlemagne basically that, hey, I know how you operate. You lob out a question just to hit, hit somebody with the haymaker for the big question right after it. You set them up and then you knock them down. He's like, I'm not going to fall for it. So he, uh, he basically, without telling you the details, basically said, hey, look, the reason I know that I would never divorce oh, I would never leave Jada and she would never leave me and we're we're bound together in this life partnership is that we've tested each other thoroughly. But he didn't want to go into details about it. all no, honestly, I don't blame him because truth be told, it, it's none of the public's business. However, we nosy. I mean, that ain't nothing new. So, not- so whether she decides to divulge uh, a lot Cool if she choose honestly, if she didn't bring herself to the red table at all, I'd have been okay with
0: it. However, I wouldn't have been shocked. Cause that that, I, family, yeah. that family, like, see, they're from the old guard of celebrity, where part of the celebrity is you always wanting to know more. The reason why Will Smith's social media platform is such a like a huge monster is because for the first time in his 30, 40-year career. He's letting us in to see him in a different light. No, so, you're
1: absolutely right. You're so, absolutely right.
0: So that's why it's such a, The he had his platform, she had Red Table. So we were kind of getting ready. We were kind of slowly seeing them in a new light. So I really want to see how how she addresses this. Um, I want to, to, you know, gam-gam. And Willow gonna be there. Gam Gam's her, her mom, if, if for those who don't know.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Because I wasn't a fan of the show like that. I just know her <laughs> as Jada's mom, because they look damn at just alike.
0: They do. Uh, I think Gam Gam is the the nickname the kids call her, like grandma, okay. like Nana, oh, whatever, okay, whatever. Okay, got you. So uh I wonder, I wonder how I wanna see how Willow gonna be because you know Willow, if you've ever watched it, like I've watched two or three. Um Willow's always like extra, like, oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> Like she's the most animated and it, it sometimes seems fake, but I can tell that that's just genuinely who she is. So I just wanna see if how Willow gonna be staring at her mom, like, okay, explain yourself out of this August Alcina bullshit. Cause I'm really interested.
1: Honestly, I haven't caught whole episodes. I, I've caught sound bites here and there. Right. Um I caught the uh the segment with her and Snoop and then all the jokes that followed after that, you know, when when Snoop called you know that the reporter a yeah. bitch, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, we have to go back into that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and then I believe uh Willow wasn't on that episode, and Jada says something to the effects of "You lucky Willow isn't here." So I'm of the impression that when they do have guests, Willow doesn't hold back, and she let them have it during the interviews.
0: Willow's so, always very upfront. So she's blunt. She's blunt. So you know, cause she's still she still got that childlike wonder. It just comes out. So, it is. That what is awesome. Is. That, that is so.
1: awesome.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and outside of those constructs, we're about to introduce a new segment. A new segment. New, 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 new. Just for Frank.
1: We really need that soundboard. <laughs> I swear.
0: <laughs> I did that for Frank. Um, introducing a new segment called Two Minute Warning. It's when we we're gonna do this for certain issues and situations where we really don't want to give it too much energy. So we're going to limit it to two minutes. It's, it's something that just anything that could just be so ridiculous. So just absolutely stupid and asinine that we just want to say what we got to say in this. And we're going to give ourselves two minutes to get it out. All right. That's two minutes between me and Frank. So whatever we get out in those two minutes, if he takes two minutes, hey, I, I don't have anything else to say. He might say everything I need to say. Because we're not giving this nigga more than two minutes. So introducing the two-minute warning on Kanye West for president 2020. Two minutes starting now.
1: Okay. The thing I don't get is everybody talks about You know, mental health awareness and being conscious of one's mental health and mental space and so forth and so forth. And that's all fine and dandy. However, whenever it comes to Kanye West, it always seems to be overlooked. Everybody can acknowledge that he's bipolar and that he has these issues and they're aware of it. However, when he says something like I'm gonna run for president or even when he's praising Donald Trump in a manner that he praised them, nobody ever talks about mental illness. And it just confuses me and I wonder why is that? Like we know this isn't a man that's all there talking about running for president. So I'm curious to know why the fuck are people taking him seriously?
0: You know what kills me about Kanye on top of that? It's cause Kanye will tell you, oh he was on his meds when he said this or he was off his meds when he says that. And both of those things contradict each other cause you supported Trump when you say you were on your meds. You supported Trump when you said you were off your meds. Then you said you don't support Trump. Then you said you did. So at this point, I don't know what to give you, like honestly, I don't know what to say. So for me, Kanye West for president, my biggest fear is people are gonna take it as a joke, and those are gonna be the writing. They're gonna, it's gonna be the Harambee of of two thousand twenty mm-hmm. uh, of two thousand twenty. And, and I th- think
1: I, I honestly think that is what's that's what's going to happen. People are gonna try to write him in, whether he filled out all the proper paperwork and went through all the proper protocols to run for president or not, that's what they're going to do. They're going to write in his name and it might fuck things up for the actual election, but it is what it is. I just hope it doesn't happen. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But that's it. I'm not saying no more.
0: You know what? I'm not saying any more regarding it. We had eight seconds to spare and I'm going to just say, please don't waste your vote. Make your vote count in these last three seconds and we're going to leave it at that.
1: There it is. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. You done with it? I'm done with it. We're not talking Kanye no more. All
0: right. Uh, you unless, he a, unless he
1: gives unless he gives us good ass job. I ain't talking about Kanye no
0: more. God damn. I let that good ass job thing go a long time I'm ago. I'm not letting
1: it go. I still want that album. <sighs> I'm never gonna get it, huh? Uh I, I mean Yeah, no. I'm not gonna get that album.
0: No, no, you're not. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna gaslight you. Um all I can say about Good Ass Job is this has been another episode of the <laughs> 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 This has been really another gonna, episode of the same <laughs> job, the same
1: day we get uh what it what, was was that Detox. they're gonna drop out as a double album. We're gonna get them at the Shit. same
0: time. Yeah, yeah. Good Ass job. and Detox are going to drop on the same day. Yeah, it's going to have 40 tracks. In February 2020. Right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, episode seven. You guys should have seen face. Right. He was scared I was going to do something. Episode seven. <laughs> I'm your host, Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be Frank. Yo, Marvin, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marvin X Adams. And where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. Hey. This has been another episode of the Samurai's
0: Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.